0: Happy Tuesday, Mark.
1: Happy Tuesday, Susie. How's it going?
0: It's going great. It's uh it's a Tuesday after a little holiday weekend.
1: Yes. So it's a Tuesday/feels like Monday.
0: Yes, it's very confusing. I'm already ready for my nap.
1: Okay. Do you take different <laughs> naps on Tuesdays than Monday?
0: No, but I feel sleepier on Mondays. Got gotcha. you. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
1: Is it uh, possible that that sleepiness is the season's changing? I don't know about Fort Collins, but a little further south here. It's it's quite cool in the mornings now.
0: Yes, I love it. I also, um, I'm happy I got my ride in yesterday morning because by the afternoon it was so windy. The leaves were blowing. Yes. And it felt like fall.
1: Yeah. Well, I think we're getting close yeah. to fall. Is why it's starting to feel that way.
0: Yeah. So the weather's changing, cooling down. Oh, I hope so. What does that mean for bike shops?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, a lot of things happen, whether it's summer to fall, fall to spring. I think this time of year, you know, kids are back in school in most parts of the country. The weather's changing a little bit in a lot of parts of the country. We can see fall. It's close enough we can see it. And that means, unfortunately, we can probably see the holiday season. So... Probably some end-of-season sales are, or at least promotions are coming along. Uh, yeah. That's been a popular theme over the summer. I don't know why that would change going into the fall.
0: No, yeah. If you're running your own sale, let us know maybe with something we can help with, or just make sure that, you know, kind of the settings on your site are di- dialed in. Oh. Um, yeah. Or maybe there is some complimentary content available both either in our library or provided by one of your brands to kind of line up with maybe some lower prices that they're sending you in a POS file. So. Yeah.
1: And, and maybe it's not sales at all. Maybe it's, mm-hmm. uh, maybe this is the time of year that you, the uh, store's got some pricing power in your part of the country. Um, still, still need to have something fresh on the website to denote the season change. I think people shop that way. They, they're mm-hmm. just used and conditioned to that. So, um, whether it's a sale or not, make sure something fresh is on the website talking about the seasonal change and, and mm-hmm. what's going on in the store.
0: Yeah. Whatever's, you know, whatever's relevant to your community, to your region. Yeah. Climate, all that good stuff.
1: And that's all the, that's a lot of positive stuff and, and mm-hmm. there there's a little bit of a, a negative to be associated as we approach the holiday season. Fraud, uh, fraud tends to go up. Uh, criminals are just – they're really good at what they do, and they, <laughs> they, know, they know when we're not paying attention. Um, and I think for, for a lot of retailers, when there's a seasonal change, especially if it involves staff changes as you're getting ready for a holiday, maybe you're staffing up with seasonal workers – you know, that increases the chance that you won't be paying attention. So pay attention to fraud. And if you need help thinking about uh, processes for looking at orders and trying to determine what's fraud or not, the client success team does that a lot. We've got some good documentation in the help center. So let us let us coach you on that. We aren't any we don't have any way to be 100 uh, percent guaranteed to avoid fraud. And that's unfortunate. Uh, but that's really the same in the store. Um in a given week, I'm sure somebody puts something in their pocket and walks out of the stores, too. It's just an unfortunate part of retail, but we can certainly help. And and the more we can help ratchet that down, the better.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah so so speaking of changing of season, maybe paying, put a little bit of time into updating your website, what's going on with our agency team? What's working? What are retailers asking for this time of year?
1: Uh, that team has been very, very busy. I think one of the things that... Accelerate. We've we've had um, very active paid Google Ads activity for a number mm-hmm. of years. When we made the change to incorporate the Google Local inventory feeds, that really accelerated, and that's been quite successful. So uh, we're still doing setups. It takes a while to get the local inventory feeds set up, uh, largely because you have to also set up Merchant Center. But there's an in-store verification of inventory mm-hmm. that Google does. So we're still doing those. Um, and the paid ads around the local um, inventory feeds have done quite well, too, because most for most retailers and most bike companies, bikes aren't shippable. And that was a prerequisite for Google Ads in the past. Mm-hmm. So now we can run ads for in-store bike inventory mm-hmm. and, and everything else. But it just becomes more, um, you know, a bigger deal because now we can run ads against bikes for local retailers and get them in play with some of the larger uh, players that are spending a lot of money in ads, um, it's its an easier way to compete and a more effective way to compete. I think that's the biggest thing that, that we've seen. The other one is, you know, and, and you helped do this, we sent that email out about uh, three free homepage makeovers for the yeah. first three merchants to respond uh, who did so in six minutes. Uh, but then another 30 <laughs> meetings were scheduled, which was great because uh, while the other 30 or so didn't get the free ones it brought that conversation to the fore. And often we get questions about SEO. How do I show up better in search? And unfortunately, if your homepage is a wreck, or even if it's not a wreck, it's just not following current best practices, which change quite frequently. There's really no amount of SEO work external to the website that can be done to overcome that yeah so it was great that those conversations came up and we did we've done a lot of those makeovers in the last two it's about two months ago. I guess we sent that email a month and a wow, half. has it ago. been that
0: long it has
1: yeah 'cause wow. i'm I'm pretty much through all those thirty plus meetings that got scheduled but it it brought that back to the fore, and that's important because there's just there's just nothing we can do. Externally, In other words, I wouldn't let you spend money on Google ads if your website's a wreck. Because if we pay Google for results and send them to a poor experience, that feedback loop is almost immediate and it's not good news for your ads budget. So that's been great to be able to revisit. Not, not that a lot of our sites are a wreck, but some of them are. Some of them have just been neglected. You know, you get busy yeah. in the store. We understand. That's why we have the agency. That's why we do maintenance work for 400 Client, so that they don't have to worry about it. But that's been great. And it makes a big, big, big difference in the performance Mm -hmm. of the website.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's great to hear. Um,
1: Yeah. um, Tech tip this week kind of goes along with that seasonal change, holidays are coming. Um, Order workflows can Mm -hmm. be complicated. And we certainly see stores that do a really good job with it. Um, And but it's one of the store, the It's one of the things that I think people struggle with a lot is um, how – it's not really that different when an order happens on the website. It's essentially the same. It's just the cash registers on the internet. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it does throw people off their game because you're used to things in the store. And so it can get a little complicated, um, especially if you you don't have dedicated staff for it, which most stores don't have purely staff just dedicated to – online order. So I put a couple of notes together to help with that order workflow to try and minimize those things that derail you in in a day from, you know, important things in the store. So the first thing is there's an order confirmation page message that lives in the settings and the commerce settings. Um, And it's interesting that people that are shopping will ignore your email that says thank you for your order. They just see it in their inbox and go, oh, there it is. And they don't really read the email sometimes. Um, They will ignore the uh, contents of that order. They won't even open the email and read it. But almost nobody will look away from whichever device they ordered on until they know that order has been completed. And that order confirmation page message is the thing they see in our system when they do that. And so it becomes probably the most effective place you can put a few words about what you want your customer to know about the order they just placed. So Mm -hmm. uh, that's important. Don't overload it because it's just a minute that they're going to be looking or seconds they're going to be looking at that. Yeah. Um, I think good things to put there are particularly for in-store pickup orders. If you routinely don't, you know, if it's going to be 24 hours, you know, let them know we will contact you when your order's ready for pickup. No need to call the store, that kind of stuff. Um, And then the next thing is the order notification email, which like I just mentioned, some people won't pay any attention to, but you're looking for incremental improvement because no one thing will touch every person that orders. So you have to do little pieces and hoping that, uh, you know, 10% see this and 20% see that and 30% see that. The order notification email that the customer gets has a couple of things in it. The first one is there's a from email address at the top. If you haven't looked at that in a while. That's the email that it looked, the address it looks like that came from to your customer. Um, it really probably shouldn't be, you know, Jim at bike shop.com unless Jim really wants to, ha- if somebody hits reply, they want to have to answer that. It should probably be sales ad or info ad or something of more than one person's looking at. Yeah. The next thing is there's two messages that are customizable, one for the top of the email, one for the bottom of the email. Um, use both of those because that top one's new. Well, new. it's a year or two ago we we added it, but I still see a lot of mm-hmm. blank ones. So use that much no. like you'd use the order confirmation page message. Um, and then at the very bottom of that, if you're doing supplier fulfillment, there's a way to enable an automatic email that it's a preformatted thing that gets sent anytime the supplier marks an order is fulfilled. And it just contains the information they'd want. It's been shipped. And here's the tracking number and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Use that because it makes life a lot simpler. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is uh, the rec- well, not the last, but the last one of these kind of things is the record store fulfillment. So that's within the order if you're fulfilling from the store, whether it's for pickup or for shipping. You know, for pickup, you can set things like the this is the date and the time your order is ready. And then there's a little toggle for an automatic preformatted email as well. S- works the same for shipping orders, a few different details, but that's really helpful. Um, and then just a housekeeping thing i still see a lot of open orders with just everything in it from forever and that typically means that somebody's not using the order statuses mm-hmm. so when an order is complete or canceled mark it that way so that it it isn't included in those open orders it just gets archived so to speak and it keeps that nice and clean um and there's also notes in there uh, just under where you update the status within an order there's two places for notes. One are comments to customers and one are internal comments. Don't get those mixed up because you don't always want your internal housekeeping to be available to customers um, and vice versa. You don't really want to think you sent a note to a customer because you and you put it in the internal comments when it should have been in the other one. But those are very handy. Hopefully, they help streamline the order process in a, mm-hmm. in a part of the year where we should be busier with those and make things easier.
0: Yeah, yeah. Those are some of our favorite tools that we have. I think that can be kind of overlooked. Um, A lot of we made, you know, improvements to some of those during kind of that, you know, first half of 2020. Mm -hmm. So that made a big difference. So I I was working with I was an account manager working with some of the largest retailers um, in the country and that some of those folks could only do, you know, just orders off their website. And so those are super helpful. And continue to be super helpful again like we a lot of retailers don't have a dedicated staff so this can really help lo- like lower the workload automate a lot of that process communicate clear expectations i think that's really key mm-hmm. yeah
1: i love I agree. it and don't forget too that um we under- when i say things like i still see this isn't being used that's, i don't mean that to sound like you need to use this <laughs> thing but a lot of a lot don't have dedicated staff or yeah. the person in charge that changes over time and the new people don't necessarily know. so remember that training um, is included in your smart detailing subscription. Mm-hmm. So if there's a new person taking care of orders or you just want a little a, a quick rundown of am I taking advantage of things. Just email support at Smart Detailing and say, "Hey, I'd like some help with this. I want some training on order processing." Mm-hmm. And the team will send you a link. It's a round robin link to all their calendars, so you can pretty much always find the time that works for you. And they'll walk you through these things so you don't have to wonder about it. And back to the original thing about seasonal changes, it's a good time of year to do that to make sure mm-hmm. you're kind of dialed for the you know what's coming towards the closeout the year strong.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. happy to take a look and just kind of make sure all. Let... Boxes are checked and all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I heard we missed an amazing opportunity last week. It was National Waffle Day. Oh, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, I know. Was, so, uh,
1: was your cat Waffles mad at you for missing National Waffle Day?
0: <laughs> Every day is National Waffle Day in this household. Um, but Waffles is diabetic, so he can't have regular you know human waffles
1: i did not know that that was a thing cats were actually i should know that because my daughter got on to me for feeding watts uh something sweet one time i was eating saying i might make him diabetic which possible i suppose
0: yeah i don't know how you know i'm not an i'm not a vet but um yeah i don't know we manage it yeah he, Good. yeah he does just fine but no waffles for waffle
1: no waffles for waffles all right well uh <laughs> We'll figure out uh, a snack for waffles, Maybe, maybe for next week.
0: Yeah, we'll see you then.